Welcome back. We have items on COVID in schools, the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission, and Rick Bragg. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. If you're a school-age American or the parent of one or more school-aged Americans, either the school year has started or it's about to start. And here we are, beginning academic year two with a COVID-19 pandemic going on. Now, we've reported before that in the state of Alabama, right now it appears that about a third of public schools are requiring students to wear face coverings, at least inside. Now, I know this has become a really contentious topic with some parents who worry about their kids' emotional well-being and whether the masks are helping much. Still, the CDC, public health officials, and so many health care workers keep insisting that having students wear their mask inside the classroom is the best way to slow the transmission of COVID and therefore save some lives. AL.com's Amy Yerkinen spoke with the UAB School of Medicine's Dr. David Kimberlin. He's the co-director of the Division of Pediatric Infectious Diseases at the school. Now, a year ago, we knew that the kids were much less likely to catch COVID than older folks, and if they caught it, they were much less likely to have a serious case or worse. But now, a year later, Dr. David Kimberlin reminds us that the Delta variant is simply not the same virus that we faced last year. Many kids have mild symptoms, but unfortunately, we're seeing that serious cases do happen sometimes. CDC figures show that at the end of last week in Alabama, there were 1,937 people hospitalized with COVID, and 39 of them were children. At Children's of Alabama Hospital, a spokesperson said that it had 16 patients with five in intensive care. Dr. Kimberlin said, quote, I see what's coming, what is hitting us already, and what is about to absolutely slam us and knock us down, and we don't have a lot of time. And yet, we, the collective community, seem to be arguing about things that we already know work. Now, next door in Mississippi, the Biloxi Sun-Herald was reporting that as of Monday morning, there were no ICU beds available in the entire state. As far as the vaccines, we're doing something on AL.com to try to help get readers some questions answered by healthcare professionals. And the questions we've gotten are pretty good. I know there's a lot of misinformation and conspiracy theories out there, but there are some real concerns that are worth asking about. So we've tried to get some answers that people can consider as they make their own choices about the vaccines. Just go to al.com slash topic slash COVID answers. al.com slash topic slash COVID answers. Or if you can't remember that, you can get there through al.com slash coronavirus. There already have been questions about side effects and whether and when you might get a vaccine after being sick and where we stand on booster shots. So especially if you don't have a trusted healthcare source, some of us call that a doctor, a trusted healthcare source, then I'd encourage you to check it out at al.com slash topic slash COVID answers. Thursday will be the first meeting of the 14-person Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission, reports al.com's Mike Kaysen. Now, all that commission has to do is set up an entire regulatory system for medical marijuana from seed to sale. They'll set up rules for business licenses to cultivate, produce, transport, and sell medical marijuana products inside the state of Alabama. Now, they seem to be a pretty sharp bunch, but they don't have to do all that on Thursday. 
The law that was passed by the state legislature in May says those rules are to be in place by September 1st, 2022. By then, there also is supposed to be a registry of patients and caregivers who will be able to buy those products. This first meeting will focus on organizing the commission, such as electing a chair and vice chair. Alabama author Rick Bragg has won this year's Fitzgerald Literary Prize, reports AL.com's Greg Garrison. The prize is awarded by the Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald Museum, which is housed in Montgomery at the former home of great Gatsby author F. Scott Fitzgerald and his Alabama wife Zelda. There will be a ceremony at the museum on September 24th. Bragg has authored 10 books. If you've read at least one, then you've probably read All Over But the Shoutin'. His latest is called The Speckled Beauty, A Dog and His People, and it's expected to drop September 21st. Thank you all so much for listening. We promise to be back here tomorrow. Until then, as always, you can come by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Thank you.